shout us to Jamaica. Work us in the burning sun, yes. Didn't have no time to walk no phone one day. I just a high and high time. I man a bury to my mind. I just a high and high time. You can use it in your mind. United we stand, divided we fall. It's a call for everyone. Jaja, he loves us all, yeah.
know yourself. Up now, even though them big and bold, Almighty have them under control. We must if they never know. Though they play a gangster role, the last is them soul. And I saw them big, big grow. Even though them big and bold, Almighty have them under control. We must if they never know. Though they play a gangster role, that just save them soul. Never saw them big grow. They often say love makes you all you want to be Doing the honest and right with the peaceful old and free Oh, I like makes us in the sight of depending on me yeah. And still I know we can live together and do away with the even though them big and bold, I drop them under control. Seem as if they never know, though they play a gangster role, so lost you save them soul. And not so them big grow. Even though them big and bold, I drop them under control. Seem as if they never know, though they play a gangster role, save them soul. And not so them free grow. Cleanliness of my heart and your my days Protect I from thought Throughout all my ways Without the sustainer of life I would slowly fade From the very day Give it life Me not stop praise Then I thank Put the heart Get caught with the fine Many search for the riches What is it they gain? Nothing but frustration And beer pain Figuring they could go on alone For your own crimes They're not quite satisfied With the time Though them big and bold Almighty have them under control Seem as if they never know So they play a gangster role Till I see save them soul And I saw them free grow Even though them big and bold I to have them under control Seem as if they never know So they play a gangster role Save them soul And I saw them free grow Hey, the sincere goodness of your Make us one Hey, hey The consciousness of your thought Keep us strong Oh, no The sincere goodness of your Make us one Hey, hey, I tell you that The consciousness of your thought Make us strong So strong You've got just a few things to know Leave not to your weakness Things will never flow Or could it be an insult If I show you the way to go Be mindful of the power to have them under control Seem as if they never know Though them play a gangster role Still as you save them soul I know so them be grow Even though them big and bold Still as you have them under control Seem as if they never know Though they play a gangster role Emmanuel save them soul And I saw them free grow There are a lot of ways to do things Be blessed and ask up Jump for wrong things I burn all spies and all traitors and all sorcerers and all confederates. Hey, today I'll want a fire ration, most mighty eye. I'll still ask the eyes of fire. Yo, hey, yo again. Judgment. I see the wicked man will love to fall. And all the righteous man will have his hands And the wrong man will them rock all. And all them back against the wall them fall. I see the wicked man will love to fall. And all the righteous man will have his hands on. And the wrong man and them rock on. And all them back against the wall them fall. Long time is your one, them and them never want it. 
Take with him, picky and get a wrong bag. That's how him losing truth in the great Babylon. So me say, oh, say that big man don't lie. I learned the hard way. Woman don't ask me why you. Oh, say that big man don't cry. Come, Barry Salmon, come tell the world why. Now I'm falling in love all over
This is the Listening Room DC. I'm Priest Alica. Woo! Getting into them vibes, man. Put a mess to it and let's get the place nice. And they say Irie for the guests to come in around 6.30 or so. So I am uploading some of the music that I grew up on. And maybe, just maybe, we will have something in common. As they say, yes, indeed. Now, if I could just find my music. Here, hold on to this while I'm looking.
Room kit, your personal care kit when traveling. The best solution for personal care when using public restrooms. When nature calls, the restroom kit was created to be used in any restroom away from your home. Each kit includes an oversized seat cover with rear pocket to support stability and alignment, one yard of three-ply toilet paper, hand wipe, and flushable tush wipe. Small enough to fit in a purse, pocket, your backpack, or car travel kit. Go to therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. This is the Listening Room DC. I'm Priest Alaka. Yeah. Well, that was the first 30 minutes of Uncut. We are reaching around the 6:30 hour, and hopefully, our guests and you might not will be in, so we can discover his book. Prove um, prove them wrong. That's all we've been trying to do all this time. Is just proving them that we got something that we got going on all 
over the earth we have it going on. Yes, indeed. Well, so while we're waiting for the brother to come in, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to do something and get off track for a minute. Just a melody. Priest Alica, I think we got our guests on tonight. I am blessed. Hey, how you doing, Priest? Pastor Don What's the business, sir? Oh, bro, we're just waiting on our guests to come in. Andrew might not. He had a new book out called Prove 'em Right. Oh, is it Prove 'em Right? Yeah, yeah. Prove 'em Right. 
So hey man, well, I'm, 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 I'm checking out my 300 winning team members. The show is live now, so you're gonna get a lot of random calls. Uh, but it don't bother me. I'm trying to get with this author because when people write books, you know, they say if you want to hide something from black folks, yeah, put it in the book. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I'm very familiar with so, that phrase, my brother. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got some people coming in. Yeah, you know, so we want to make sure that we we share we share we share out the the, the works that we get from ones and ones and man, that's what it is. I'm gonna go ahead and do this one more song, man. See if the brother come in. Let's give thanks and praise. Oh, Let's yeah. check him out. Whoa, oh, oh, oh.
Yes, indeed. That's some of the music I grew up on, on the reggae side. I went for the old music, the music that make you stand up, family. What do you think? Oh, it's beautiful, bro. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm in the background, yeah. but I am definitely here with you. Oh, but I'm just picking on you because you called me. So I'm like, yo, I load <laughs> up this, uh, load up some reggae because. And, and the 40 or so years that I'm affiliated with reggae, they didn't change it into something different, okay? And I don't agree okay. with all the things that, that people have done to it or the message that they're putting out. So then I correlate that okay. with how they treated hip-hop over the last 50 years, okay? I'm, I'm into the older hip-hop. I'm into the older hip-hop where it had meaning to it. Well, you had some education to it. You had something else to it. These days, Amen. they don't have nothing to it. It's just empty, bro. I kid you not. People flashing money, girls twerking booty, and that's not what hip-hop was about. Not for yes, the sir, you, right. you know what I'm saying? But now Amen. I guess people want to get us to be prostitutes and johns. Because that's what it seems oh, wow. like. If you can't pay, if you can't pay, you ain't getting nobody's attention. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. And, and that's what yeah, I found out over the past week. Over the past week, people were like, yo, you can cash at me and I will talk to you. I'm going like, do you know that <laughs> I, I pay you? Wow. No, I'm sorry. No. That's just the other way around. You know what I'm saying? It's not because I'm a I pimp or nothing like that. It's because you pay me for my service. Okay? Amen. If you pay me for my services, you're going to get paid for yours. That's how it works out. Yes, okay. Not you bend well, over and smile. That's all you're going to do is smile and that's it? You can't cook? You can't do nothing? <laughs> what else? Lord. Wow. So I'm supposed to put you in this $5 million house. So I can hire somebody to cook. Obviously, what you want to mm-hmm. eat, not not what I want to eat, what you want to eat. So you ask, how much are you willing to invest in what you want? Nothing. Mm. <laughs> you, you ain't putting in twenty percent. No, you're supposed to take care of me. I'm like, no, I don't think that's the way it works out in 2023. Okay. I don't think that's how it works out, bro. How you see it? Women got to put in their part? Yeah, man. Hey, it's for real, bro. I've been around hip-hop 45 years, and I know what you're talking about. Okay. So you're telling me the trash on the floor, the woman ain't got to sweep the stuff up? I got to go hire somebody (laughs) to sweep it? I'm just asking, bro. I'm just being funny. I'm like, this is not, not good anymore, so... I'm chilling. I'm thinking I'm going through. I'm going through my music, and uh, I guess we're gonna have to find out what where this guest is. And you know, you booked to be on the show. You should call me and say I'm not coming. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I feel you, bro. Hey, watch. I'm gonna call one of my artists in. I got an artist right now. He's really hot. I'm telling him to call the show. Yeah, man. You can do all that, man, because. I'm just watching you watching me, man. Check it out.
watching you, watching me It's so easy to see That it's my loving you That puts the starlight in your eyes Watching me, watching you It's so obviously true That it's your loving me That makes my life a
Africa side. Look the one picks of them up in and them a hide. Even though they know what is right inside. If I need to your money, compromise them pride. Look at them quick for that denounce them type. We live in a pretty mansion from the mountain side. Hey, so now we head in for a moral divide. Look at them no one stand up them a move on the side. Hey, if that same attitude was applied to South Africa, they would have still in a apartheid. And if some are selfish to them, they'd free it for the side. The declaration of independence will never be ratified. No friends, if them say you're stubborn and you're paranoid, just because you know TV made them such a paranoid. By your principles, you must always abide. And remember, if you slip, you're going to slide. I remember this too. When you fall away, I mean, people will have less to say. They don't really care if you make it through the day. Living in Jamaica, that's a paradise Cook me food, jaja, 
Look how long that I call you. Why make you just be because? Special request to why not? 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 We'll try past all time. Bubble head mask is easy now. In the great past all time. After that mask is easy now. Special request to all Special request to all Special request to Special request to all Look how long you
restroom kit, your personal care kit when traveling. The best solution for personal care when using public restrooms. When nature calls, the restroom kit was created to be used in any restroom away from your home. Each kit includes an oversized seat cover with rear pocket to support stability and alignment, one yard of three-ply toilet paper, hand wipe, and flushable tush wipe. Small enough to fit in a purse, pocket, your backpack, or car travel kit. Go to therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. This is DC. I'm Priest Alica. We're waiting on the guest Andrew Minot to come in and talk about his book. And let me see what my program director is saying. We're taking a look through the board. Peace, Simon. Okay, I don't see no one. Let me see. Nine five four. Let's see. This is me. This is Andrew Minor. Uh, Andrew on nine five four. Yes, sir. This is me. This is me. Oh, it's got to be the out then, brother, because I was sitting there looking at the number. I said, please press one. So I got oh. people calling me, going, tell the brother press one. So I give thanks for that coming in today. Here. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get an opportunity to check your book. I'm pretty sorry looking by the way. They they gave me this exclusive interview with you, so I had less than twenty four hours to make up the show to make you feel a little bit comfortable. Okay. Did that work? Yeah, yeah no problem. So that's a, yeah, so when I when I heard the name Minot, I was like, But is that sugar? Yeah, it's my cousin. It's my cousin. Okay. And um, you have another uh, person in Gloria over this side? Up, up this um, area? I'm not sure. We, what, what, what area exactly you are? Now I'm up in D.C. area. Oh, I, I may have. I may have. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I have family all someone asked me that. Know yeah, someone right. asked me the other day because I was someone asked me the other day I was having coffee, and I was telling them that I was having you on my show. So yeah, uh, it's a lawyer. So she said, "Why not?" I know Gloria, why not? But she's in her seventies. So I said, "Well, you know, they might be family because we're always reaching for the higher the higher regions, whatever we do. Because where we come from, we have to dig deep and push up where we got to go." According to me. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yes, so give us some back give us some background, bro. Tell us how you did what you Because, you know, everyone got a different trial, as we say. And everyone has to pick themselves up Wait. by the bootstrap as they say. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, no. we're gonna find out your secret. I'm sorry. I know we gotta read the book. Yeah, I know we got to read the book to get all of it, but I'm just saying, just sprinkle a little something, yeah. something so the people can hear, yeah, you know? Yeah, no problem. Basically, I, I got involved in music because of Sugar. Uh, back in 91, I met up with him, and he actually he actually inspired me to actually get into it. Even though initially he was like, don't get involved in music, because he was saying, I told all my kids not to get involved in music, and they all did. So he said they don't even listen to him. So I remember he was telling me, you sure this is what you want to do? You sure this is what you want to do? I said, yeah, I want to do music. I want to do music. 
And basically, I started doing production, and then from production, I started doing concerts. And then from concerts, I just started doing promotion. As a matter of fact, I got back into management. I got back into management because of him. Because there's a concert in Miami with Barry Simon, Maxi Free, Sugar Miners, and Culture. And he was like, yo, Mr. Management, Management. And like, I was very apprehensive to doing it. And he kept pushing. And he kept pushing me, pushing me. And I said, okay, you know what? Cool, we're going to do this and get this done. So I, then I got started managing him. And then we had a whole bunch of stuff scheduled, touring and everything else in 2010. And then two weeks before we scheduled to leave to Europe, he passed away. You know, so... That was what that, but basically when he and I was talking, and there's a lot of things I know that he did, but I never, I never really fully grasped everything, because I didn't know he discovered Musical Youth when he lived in England. That's when he did that yes. song, Good Thing Going. He discovered Musical Youth. A lot of people didn't know that. He was the first regular artist to tour Japan. Right now, Sizzler just finished a tour of Japan. Having success, yes. Sugar Miner paved the way for every reggae artist to, to, to be in Japan. He started that market. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, sir. He, you, you, you just playing Tennessee. He found Tennessee. You know? Yes, He's sir. the one who actually told Ghana Sil to be a singer. Because when Ghana Sil came yes, to him, you promotion, Ghana Sil was a DJ named Little Bimbo. Yes. And Sugar Tell him, yes, you sing, you sing, you need to sing, you. You know, yes, a lot of people. So basically, that everything came from that, and the whole, the whole music genre and everything else that. And then basically, so when he was telling me, I said, "You need to write a book." And she was like, "No, that's not his thing. He's not gonna do that." And I was like, "Yo, you you really need to write a book, man. You really need to write a book." And I finally convinced him to write the book, and then he passed away. So all that never happened, and then. I met my publicist like 10 years later and I'm talking to him and he said, why don't you write a book? I said, nah, that's yes. not me. I'm not, uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not. Same exact same thing as Sugar said. I said, nah. And he finally yes, convinced me the same way I convinced Sugar. And I was like, you know yes, what? Sir. So I basically started the book and said, dedicated to, the great Lincoln Sugar Miner, you know, and I said this was supposed yes, to be your book, so you know you inspire me. So basically, here I am telling my story with inspiration from you. So that's how it all yes, started with that. Yes, you know, yes. Uh, so, so, so some of the, some of that story I've heard in the, in the wind as a younger person. Yes, sugar. Tennessee, a whole bunch of artists, like from the music I played today, they would come through D.C. and seat up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because we had a nice community and whatnot, and you would hear the going-ons of the business, and you know who added the strength to who, because we were always yeah. had strength to strength, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then certain ones didn't get their propers, okay? That's true. So I see That's what true. you're doing. I, I see what you're doing is giving people their props. You know what I'm saying? Which, yeah. You know, I, I commend you on that. You know? Yeah, because Sugar, I remember Sugar used to tell me, he said, and he used to laugh about it. He had this laugh, and he said, I'm trying to be a king in my own 
um, country and I can't even get the recognition. And he laughed and he said, I go to Europe, people love me. If I go to Europe, yes. I get stadiums. I go to Japan, they love me. England, they love me. I go to Jamaica, Jamaica he's like, eh. He's like, you know. And he said, he just said, you know, it is so crazy that the, your own country don't show you the same love. And same thing Bob Marley went through too. Bob Marley didn't get yes, love in Jamaica until he went over. Yes, so it was one of those things. So me writing the book yes, and telling my story, it actually enhances people to actually get Sugar's name out there more. Like people can actually not only will they read the book and know my story, it'll open their mind and say, you know what? Sugar Man did all these things. Matter of fact, I have a video that I post on my social media that with Beanie Man, and Beanie Man was uh-huh. saying, the guy said, Beanie Man said, you know who are the king of the real dancers? Sugar Man. He said, what? Well, he said, Sugar Man is the king of my dancer. He said, Sugar Man for discover Yame Bolo, um, Kenasa, yeah. Sammy Dread. Yeah. All, he say, all of you come up in the music business come through Sugar Miner, you know, and he never got his props. So if I can even shine a light, little bit of light on that and telling my story, you know, that's a, that's a good thing, you know, because I inspire a lot of youth still, especially like the, the struggles, everything. Like I talk about me as a single father raising kids and everything else and everything I went through from getting leaving Jamaica, living in Jersey, joining the military and my father wasn't there for me and I tried to do that for, for the younger youth and that never had that. And it's the same thing that sugar did for a bunch of youth. You know, so basically Dude. our lives intertwine in the sense of he give like his company Youthman Promotion, him always look out for the youth. And I try to do the same thing too. You know, so it's it, it basically intertwined with everything still. because. See when when that when that talk I could see that yeah I was raised by these brethren because the treatment that they got here in America wasn't too good. You know. Yeah. So they they didn't get the best treatment. They had to stay at Virgin Gates. You know what I'm saying? I rest up over here and squeeze up with one of the Virgin family and we lived like that during the you know, the eighties and whatnot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So whenever them brethren would come to town is uh my my brother had a restaurant called Seven Star Restaurant in DC. So okay. everyone would eat there. All these brethren would come and eat there. You know what I'm saying? And he was the only Italian brethren in DC with a restaurant. So he still oh. cooked everything, you know, oxtail fish, every something. But this place was where all the artists would come and eat. So you would hear them talk yeah. about like. You know, everyone, because we had a social type of thing where, you know, you would link up one spot and people would reason up and you would add a string to string because ones would be having concerts and, you know, they might need a backup singer or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or open yeah. The you know what I'm saying? So we used yeah. to do all that type of stuff in the day here in America. I can't speak about other places, but, you know, I love, I love that book so far. I'm just reading little excerpts from it. I have to take more than 24 hours to catch up on it, but anytime yeah. one speak about their story, it has to be somewhere one can read it and then go and look into it and see if it matches something that they're going through. It might be a strength Yeah, in yeah, 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 definitely, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, I've, I've been through, yeah. Go through, brother. 
say what you gonna say. Yeah, no. I said there's a lot of things I've been through, man, through a lot of tribulations and everything else that that came up. Because when I left Jamaica and came up here expecting to be with my own father and all that, and he basically, like, turned his back on me and all that and pretty much leave me and my brother to fend for ourselves. And I joined the military, you know, got stationed in California, went to my aircraft carrier. And then I realized how the world is set up and everything else. And I remember remember the first reggae sunsplash I went to in California, Sugar Miner was on that. You know, Sugar Miner, Half Pine, Yellow Man, and all of them was on it. So it was that type of a vibe, you know. So I always got gravitated towards music, and music was an outlet for me. And it was always, and then going back to Jamaica was like, you know what, I had to get back to the roots and link up with Sugar and get all this. You know, so it was just one of those things, man. It just... It, it, it's a it's a it's a great thing in the sense of I hope that I can actually open the eyes for a lot of people in my telling my story. Know that no matter what you go through, you can always rise above it. You know, perseverance. You can always rise above all that and everything that people go through. Because everybody, like them, say every man think his burden is the heaviest. You know, so you tell somebody your story and they say, you know, maybe I can relate to that, you know, so maybe I can relate to that. And it's always a good thing to actually can inspire others to, you know, come out of whatever they're going through. So that's just what I want to do, like proving everybody wrong, that doubt you, you know, proving everybody that say you couldn't do something, you couldn't do that. Just prove them wrong. and know that you can do that, you know, you can do whatever you put your mind to. Don't let the naysayers say you can't do something. Well, in, in today's market, they, they call them haters. Exactly, haters. haters. Yeah, haters. yeah, today, so, yeah. The haters, big up yeah, all the so, haters. Yeah, that's not true, because one, one mm-hmm. of my elder brothers said to I, he said, uh, yo, don't cuss the haters, man. Get more of them. Yeah, and they I said, inspire what, 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 that, yeah, now they're, but listen, they put your name out there on a faster pace. Yeah. Okay, on a faster pace because now if you say something and you quote something on page 27, all right, and that becomes a, um, a uh, what do you call it, a Twitter, a Twitter um, something. Twitter so, man, I said that Twitter, yeah, that Twitter feed is going to make it so people talk about your book, at least that paragraph. Okay. Yeah. And you just stir up con- you stir up controversy. Okay. And, and once <laughs> you get the controversy, <laughs> you see it there. So once you see the controversy, the haters gonna talk about you. <laughs> yeah, controversy always sells, huh? That's controversy right. always sells. So even though I don't really live that way, but we see where it's marketable. Yeah. So. Yeah, you market the thing, and I see that yeah, I got top ratings on Amazon. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it actually, yeah, it it, okay, it was actually but, came okay. out and it was number one in the Caribbean and Latin American literature, you know. And that's what that's what I'm saying. See, we're supposed to be pushing it out on the level, okay? Yeah. Because it's already it's already out there on the level. So we should be having that book, uh, excuse me,
excuse me, your book, I got to say it that way so people can catch it, and your book, yeah. that people, people can take talking points out of it and just do a whole yeah, exactly. Twitter campaign, whole Twitter campaign. And, yes, you're going to get a lot of haters, but your haters will do more work than the people. <laughs> Excuse me. They're the people who, yeah. actually, who actually supposed to do it. You see it? Just that. Yeah. According to the old man, and I, I listen to my friend, and he's been, he been spot on so far, so I can't argue with him. But please tell us some more about that book, bro. How many pages do you have on that book? Um, it, when when I edited it down, it was only like um like two hundred pages. It's an easy read, and I have I also have the audio book that's coming out um the next couple of days. So the people that don't like to read, they can also purchase the audio book. You know, so they can actually like sit back, relax, and just listen to it, and you know, and just. You know, instead of going through the reading, they can go go for a car ride and just put in the audio. And you're taking a car ride from D.C. to New York. You push it in. Yes, sir. It's like a it's like yes, a three hour audio. You know. Yes, sir. So, but the the, the book is a, is an inspiration on a whole. I never even looked at it like that initially, but someone someone yes, even wrote someone wrote me a a, a review. And they said they bought the book by mistake. They thought it was a book they needed for school. <laughs> but when they bought the book, but when they bought the book, yes, it was a blessing. It was a blessing because they said it actually helped them to understand their own father, who is also from the Caribbean, who is of Caribbean descent, and they get to understand yes. how the Caribbean culture, especially with fathers, how they interact with their kids and stuff, because of my experiences. Yes. So that was a good sure. thing with that. So. So the moment I could inspire somebody else and actually see something and a good come out, that's always a good thing. You know, that's always yeah, a good thing. Truly, truly, because like you know, I come from uh, you know the first the first elders or the second elders, second set of elders out there in Rastafari in particular, and you know I didn't really have a family because we were always hunted and you know yeah I know about all the history in Jamaica and whatnot and how. <laughs> They hunted roster people. So yeah, they did. out of out of that out of that adversity, our fathers grew out of that because here this is what I've learned over the forty some years. Rastafari man, woman and child set the pace for what our people need to be right now. We set the pace, the model. Even if we fell yeah. off or whatever, we set the pace. Because we were always into knowledge because we weren't allowed to go to school. So all of my yeah. elders sat in a, a room and they read a book together. They read it together. Because yeah. certain brethren couldn't read. So we used that type of knowledge, you know, and, and read and, and we did that together. So by the time the elders came to America in the early 80s, you know, I and I was there to make sure certain things were working. Because the youth came up without their parents. Because their parents had to leave Jamaica because of the war and whatnot going on. Yeah, I remember all during them time, the war going on. So moms and pops had to leave Jamaica to come over here and find work. And, yeah, and, true, true. Yeah, and most of the brethren that had youth 
they didn't have no liberty to have their youth with them. They didn't have the liberty because a lot of them was on the run when they came to America. It was not True. the way that people told America is. <laughs> it's a wake up call. See? That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So our fathers were not as smart as we are, because see, and I came <laughs> up where they wrote a they wrote a book, and and helping other people go through the same something. Okay. So now we we, we learn not to you know trouble our fathers because they're not as smart as we. But we learn <laughs> the hardships. Yeah, we learn the hardships in a shorter period of time. And now we can see our youth in our face. Yeah. That shows that shows correction on a particular problem that we had as a people. Remember, it just wasn't one person like that. It's all I and I grew up the same way. But Dad took time on and wrote the book and pointed out certain things and be like, well, brother, my something was like this or my son was like that, and that's what gives people more hope, a better perspective, you know. Like, you know, there's a way to overcome. There's a way to overcome, you know what I'm saying? So we need books like what they have writing. As they continue to grow, I'm sure we're going to get part two or something, right? <laughs> hey, well, like, everybody has to. Yo, you never yeah, know. You never we, know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, we... we yeah, because, you know, in, in our world, it's always we growing. So as we growing, something that we dealt with 10 years ago might not be the same way we're dealing with it now. So that's the yeah. sequel. That's the sequel. Okay. You know. And that keeps you out there in that, in that book market. And, and I got to take time out and see the bigger picture because what we don't see, our youth is going to see, Bridget. How you feel going yeah, Because <laughs> I'm actually yeah. I'm actually coming to New York on the 15th the next month, the 14th the next month for a book signing in um okay. yeah in Manhattan it's Aston Simpson Sugar Bar um yes, in Manhattan yeah so I'm I'm gonna be there for a couple hours doing you know Q and A book signing you know and just talking and you know. Catching All right, so with that, with that, with, with that mind, mind um, letting us know the date and a particular time so we can get a live interview on the New York show for that particular day and time. Yeah, you know yeah, definitely. June 14th, 7 o'clock, from 7 to 9, okay. we're going to have that um, book signing and everything, right, at Ashford and Simpson Sugar Bar, right in New York. Okay. Yeah, because, see, those are things that I need to promote, especially when they ask close, because we have a show in New York, show in Philly, show in uh, all over the earth, really. We're just showing up. So when we get an opportunity to push that book, we're like, yo, let the people know, like, yo, this is where they are going to be tonight. And, you know, if they can call in, then, you know, maybe they can catch a few minutes and they have time. And they can tell them yourself where you're going to be at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And we do it the, we do it the old-fashioned way, you know, by telephone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, well, by radio, by radio at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah no doubt. No so, so once can come in, brother, because, you know, what I was I got to do this commercial right quick, but I'm going to come back to you. Do you think you can read uh, one or two lines out of your book for us? All right, no problem. I can do that. 
All right, this I'm going to do. I'm going to put this commercial on right quick because I need to have commercials to keep my stuff running. All right, so I can keep pushing these opportunities out here. Where is this commercial? And let me see. You said about 200 pages. So if I could just check out one of the pages, excerpts or something that you feel necessary, let us know. If you don't, then turn to page 29 and let us see what's on that. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's I, how we do it. We do that in the house that way. We're like, yo, if you can't find something, then one of us will come up with a number, and then I go to that page and make it, and I see what it is that they I got. Because that's how most people read books today. They read books, just open it, read a page, close it, go back and read a page, and over a period of time, they read the whole book. And then finally, you go back and read the whole book straight through and see what you're thinking is what the person had written. Because now some of you brethren can write. Y'all can really write. I'm going to leave this. I'm going to go to this commercial, brethren. Hold on for one second. Uh, I'll be right with you. Uh, Introducing the Restroom Kit, your personal care kit when traveling. The best solution for personal care when using public restrooms. When nature calls, the Restroom Kit was created to be used in any restroom away from your home. Each kit includes an oversized seat cover with rear pocket to support stability and alignment, one yard of three-ply toilet paper, hand wipe, and flushable tush wipe. Small enough to fit in a purse, pocket, your backpack, or car travel kit. Go to therestroomkit.com. That's the This is the Listening Room DC. I'm Priest Alica. I'm in the house with Andrew Minot, an author, a writer. He's about to be a philanthropist because I see that this book is going to go large. So he might have to let out some of that boy club money or something out there. Something got to come <laughs> out from <laughs> we we plan we planning for success. We're planning for success. You know what I'm saying? I got my program director on this thing. Uh are you here, program director? DJ Sincere? Yes, sir, yes, sir. Okay. I'll just yes, call sir. you in before we get Yeah. This is the program yeah, director. He always come, coming up with all this stuff, so the artist is here. Well it's definitely it. Yeah, it's definitely a pleasure, uh, 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 sir, to have you on the on on the air with us. Uh, glad you were able to, uh, you know, pop in and spend a little bit of time with us. Um, now, from reading, you know, your you know synopsis of the book, you know, you definitely tell that you've, uh, you know, uh, had a hell of a life, so to speak. But um, you had yeah, talked a little bit earlier. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, you had talked a little bit earlier about, um, you know, going from a producer to, you know, a concert promoter and, you know, all that. Now, how did you, how did you make that leap? Because, you know, I've done, you know, some, you know, small events and things like that, or I've tried to do some small events and different kind of parties over the years. And it's not an easy thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Being a promoter as opposed to being a DJ, I'd rather be a DJ <laughs> than a promoter. So, you know, could you give a little insight on that particular part of the business and how you was able to make that leap? Actually, you know, everything kind of came together in the sense of I give Sugarman a lot of credit because on my journey to Jamaica to release the first record I did on U Promotion label back in 91, and it was a contact through Sonic Sound because at the time the two, the two distributions were... Dynamic Sounds, Sonic Sounds, and yeah, Tough Gun also too, but it was mostly Sonic Sounds and Dynamic Sounds. And Jason Lee 
control sonic sound and Byron Lee control dynamic sound. But so basically, when I was distributing to Sonic, and I was pressing records in Miami, a friend of mine, he lives in New York now, and Delroy Morrison, they call him the famous one. He was running Dynamic Sound, and I saw him, and I said, yeah, I, p- I put the record out in Jamaica, but I use Sonic. He said, why don't you use Dynamic Sound? I said, yo, it's the same family. He said, yeah, but I run Dynamic Sound. So I said, all right, cool. So I switched over and started doing my distribution through Dynamic Sound. So right. I always link up with him. So actually, he's also, Delroy Morris is also the brother for Sophia George. The artist I did, Young Man, You're Too Girly, Girly. And, that, and so he always comes to Miami. When he came to Miami, we always hook up. And there was a concert in the park. I talk about it in the book, too, with Bujabanton, Sizzler, Luciano. This was like about 96, around that. And the park was packed. And I just said to him, I said, yo, I want to do a show like that. And he looked at me and laughed. And he said, you, you want to do a show? I said, yeah, I want to do a show like that. He said, all right, just, when you come to Jamaica, we can sit and talk about it. So I basically didn't know what I was doing, never did a show before. I did a small club with Terry Gansey. Terry Gansey, hola, tra-la-la-la-la, welcome to the I did a small, it was a cute club in Fort Lauderdale. And then when I went back to Jamaica now, I link up with him, and then we were talking, and he, he said to me, what if I can get your Beanie Man? This was, this was 97 now. This and Beanie Man just did that song, um, Sim Simmer. As it, that, it didn't even come out big yet. It just like was dropping and all that because Sean right. Paul had the, the infiltrate on it. So Mr. Morrison said, you want to do a concert? Said, yeah, cool. So he basically helped me put it together. So that first show I had, I did that in Miami in 97. And I was the first promoter to bring Sean Paul to the U.S. So the first time Sean Paul ever came to the U.S., I brought him. He only had like two songs out, Infiltrate on the same Sim Simmer Rhythm and Baby Girl. He had them songs out. And that first show was Beanie Man, Caperton, Lady Saw, Spraga Benz, Sean Paul, Richard Stevens, um, General Degree. And that was the first show? The first show. That was the first show? That's a lot of them. That was the exactly. first show? That's a lot of big names. That that's exactly. a, I mean that's a hell of a way. Man, that's it a hell of a way to start a career. I, I came out swinging. Because I just had to go big, you know. And the only thing that was going for me, like I would get the doubters, the same thing, like this, the haters, and the one saving thing was my last name. Because when people didn't know who I was, they said Minot. Oh, Sugar Minot family. Okay, Sugar. And basically because at that time, Sugar still had a lot of respect. So people like, okay, all right, cool. And, you know, the, the, the gate kind of opened up a little bit so that I did that show. And then right. I had some relative success. And then the next day I said, I won't do it again. But I said, I have to have Beanie and Bounty together because in Miami back then, Beanie Man fans would always come to a show and Bounty fans wouldn't come. So if I got two of them together... I would end, have everybody. So I had been in Bounty in 98. And Junior Reed, the first time Junior Reed came back to America after he lost his visa. So I brought Junior Reed. So it's Beanie, Bounty, Junior Reed, Baby Sham, um, Red Rat, Hawkeye, 
Tanta Metro and Devante. That's when Everyone Falls in Love was the biggest song in America. And that's that concert just it just blew the it just blew the place apart. I just like and it was no turning back from then. You know, at that right, point right. I was okay. That was it, you know. Well, that's a def- that well, that's definitely a hell of a way to you know start a career. You know what I'm saying? You definitely couldn't go wrong from that point. You know what I mean? You know. Now, now being that you, you know, of course you got the book out now. You're promoting the book and everything. But you know, just like uh, you know, just like uh, uh, Priest was saying a little bit earlier, you know, you know, you're still a young man. So I know there's you know still a lot more on deck. So you know, as you you know look forward, what could we expect? Um, like I said, I have I have a book signing coming up in New York um, next month, June 14th, at the Ashford and Simpson um, Sugar Bar, um, and I'm gonna be like talking to a lot of fans because I've done a launch in Miami, but I've not done one anywhere else. So I get to reach out to a lot of people because I know the Jamaican diaspora is big in New York and along with the other. Um, other people from different areas, different parts of the Caribbean, Americans. I'm just hoping that, you know, I can reach to anybody that I can, like, infect and let them understand that, you know what, no matter where you go to, the adversity, because I've been there, done that. I tell everybody that. I've been there, done that. So I've I've been stranded in America. I got um, left. My father basically, like, left me on my own, joined the military, you know, got in trouble, got locked up you know, came back, still did great things, got a slew from the city of Miami. You know, I did all of that, you know, so I've done a lot of things that no matter what you do and no matter how far you go, you can always persevere through whatever it is, you know. You can always fight through all that, you know. That's just what it is. Absolutely. Absolutely, no doubt. Well, Mr. Monat, we definitely appreciate you coming on the air with us and uh, spending some time and, you know, telling your story, let everybody know what it is. You know, and we uh, uh, definitely got to, you know, keep up with your goings on. And uh, don't be a stranger to the show. No, man, appreciate you having me, man. Really, really appreciate it, you know. And, you know, I can get to, like, tell people more about the book. You know, it's available on Amazon, Prove Them Wrong. You know, like I was saying, when it came out, it became the number one um, book for the Caribbean and Latin American literature on Amazon, like, for the first month it was out. And that was pretty amazing to me, you know. So it was, it it was it was it was very eye opening for me, you know. So I I was grateful for that, you know. All right, well, Bridget, I'm gonna I'm gonna just put this one song on. Just hold on one more. I just wanna put this song on because I wanted to remind you, as simple as that. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Sharing things we ever come on in 
Prove them wrong. All right, good. We're going to prove them wrong. That's what we're going to do. And that was Sugar Mine Out right there in that one. It's as simple as that. That's that's it. We just going to come up. Because it wasn't what we thought it was, but it is what it is at this hour. And we become better people. We represent our people. We are here with great works. And this is what we're going to do. Don't pay the background on mine. It's lit up in Washington, D.C. It got over 75 <laughs> degrees. And you know what happens when it gets hot. People get hot. <laughs> and you hear, you get you hear hot. that all day and all night. Yeah, they get hot. But, you know, that's the thing where, see, books, like the one that you have, is we have to prove people wrong. Like, even all the adversity we go through, we still are not bad people. We still top of the line people. Top of the line. We 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 that. So, you know, that's my personal opinion on it. Because, you know, I, I grew up with Jamaican parentage and whatnot. And <laughs> they ain't cut me no slack at all. Okay. Yeah. And tell them that you, you want to be Rastafari. You already know the type of treatment I man received. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? Once you get through it, look at this way. Yeah, see, so that's the liberty we all have now because we overcome all the adversity. And I think that's what Dan said, that you learn to overcome through good behavior and learning better options and, you know, exploring the options. So, yeah, I, I think that's what I'm getting from their book. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to get a copy so I can read it and tell everybody all about it. All right, brother. I ain't going to hold you too long, but it was a joy to have you on the show. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here, man. It's a pleasure being here, man. Pleasure. Yes, I So if you could do us any favor, Dak, and uh, would download the show, you can go online, download it, and share it out with some people. and. Let's see if we can get a better representation. You know, according to me, I, I'm looking for the best that we could do so we can sell out the our book tour. You know, stuff like that. Organized book tours in areas where our listeners are. Okay, I think that's yeah, going to be a better coordinated. Long time so. I'm a, I'm gonna leave it. My my daughter is ready to go to the playground. She's looking at the clock, going ten minutes. Playground. I'm going, okay, baby. <laughs> yeah, you know okay. how that works out. But I thank you so much, yeah, brother, yeah. and, you know, have a peaceful night, yeah? All right, man. Blessings, man. Blessings, all right? That's all right. All right, bless, bro. Good night. All right. Yeah, so, just to listen to him, DC, I'm Priestalica. That's Andrew Minot. He uh, got this book. We're going to prove them wrong. So you know what to do. Go on Amazon and support that book and show the world that we are still well-read people. We're well-read. Okay. I'm about to get out of here, but before I get out of here, I'm looking for something in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a good interview, I think. Um we need to have more people that go through things, not just ball it up and be depressed, but write it down. Somebody might need to read that so they can learn to overcome. Okay? And that's that's what I think. I think that's, you know, what we need at this hour. 
So that's me talking. I'm running my mouth. That was a, a powerful interview. I'm still thinking about it. And I have a bunch of more questions, so that's why we know that on the 14th of June at the Ashford and Simpson Sugar Bar, 7 to 9, we're going to have to be somewhere near that because I'm sure there's a bunch of questions that I can ask and people can ask and might can get some reasoning going on. According to me, I don't know. I'm going to try my best. All right, let me get up out of here. DJ Sincere, you got anything you want to throw in there and bake a little bit or something? Well, you know, well, uh, you know before we get on out of here, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, Mr. Manat for coming on, you know, having a great, great uh, interview. You know, big shout-out to you. All right, make sure you all tune in tomorrow. I'll be on Airways at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you know, doing what I do. I got a few things to talk about and a lot of music to play, so tune in. You heard? I like I like when I say that. You heard? Uh, is that out of date yet? <laughs> I'm asking, bro. Cause, you know, I'm trying to hang out with young people. So. Oh, right. you know. ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Stay young always. Stay young always. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still getting used to people saying to me, "Say no more." I'm going, what, what are we recorded? So you recording? So that's all your tape could take, or what? Say no more. What does well, that you mean? know, I mean, you got it. Well, I mean, what, well, you know what, what that means? Sometimes people can say too much, and they say, "Okay, well, I got it. You don't gotta keep going on and on. Say no more. I understand, and leave it at that." Sometimes oh. people talk too much. Oh, so okay. So, whatever a person decides that you are talking too much, they'll say, "Say no more." Well, if they if they understand if they understand what the what the point is that you're trying to convey and you're kind of you know kind of belaboring the point, then yeah, they might. Okay, but what if you're actually talking to them, not in eubonics, but you're actually talking to them like a whole paragraph. What if you're talking to them like a whole 500-page essay? Like, what if you read an excerpt from a book? You know, is that saying too much? Or, uh, are we going to – our language skills is what's hindering us, according to me. Well, I mean, well, I mean, that's not – I mean, that's not just language skills because I, 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 I do agree with you on that. You know, our language skills are, you know, uh, lower than they should be, you know, especially uh, – for the age group that a lot of us, you know, find ourselves in. But it has to do a lot of times with, uh, uh, you know, attention span also. So you have to take into the the, uh, consideration of the listener or if you want to think of it in business terms, the consumer. So if the listener is the consumer, then you have to make whatever your product is appealing to that listener in order to be able to continuously keep their attention. And if you can't do that, then you have to look at your product first and then your audience second. So now, if you look at your product, and you're looking at what you're giving to the audience? Well, that's the product, right? The audience, yeah, so if you're looking to the audience first, then you could give them anything according to the rules. Well, well, well that's why I say you look at your product first. Oh, okay. That's what I said. Okay. That's what I said. Uh, yeah, I'm with I said. That. You look at your product first. I'm with that. <laughs> what, what you, what, you know, which in other words mean, which in other words mean you're gonna look at yourself first. Right. 
Yeah, your bottom is the bottom line. <laughs> Let me leave people alone, bro. <laughs> Look, uh, I, I feel I feel educated. You know what I'm saying? So I thank you, bro, for hanging out with me tonight. I'm gonna get out of here because I I think I I hit I got some ice cream and some Afghan berry and I burned both of them together. You know what I'm saying? That that so nice. I can come up with the reggae so I can come up with the reggae music tonight. That's why it came ah. out so nice, according to me, because it reminded okay. me of the days <laughs> where we used, we used to hustle and we had houses that we worked out of and. Uh, we always had the music on all the time, nice music. And then because of our association, some of these artists would come through D.C. and they would stay amongst our life because it was safe. We eat, eat the same food, we do the same something. So it was easy for us to know particular artists, okay? So it's like uh, that's the thing where I know that unity still is there. It's just the younger people had to go through that adversity by themselves to figure out that we can't do this thing by ourselves. Okay? We're going to need one another one more time. All right? Whew. No doubt. All right. I'm done, running my, I'm done running my mouth, man. I'm going to get up out of here and let Nas take us on out, man. Nobody. Peace out. Country, one state, some place to be nobody, some place to be, some place you wouldn't know probably. Chappelle moved to Ghana to find his peace in a rolling where the service always roaming. I'm packing my bags and going. It's a challenging act. It's a balancing act. Visit beautiful places. There's more out here than the trap. Houses in Long Island, they always found him. House in the South, a nigga barely got out. Sunny L.A., remember calls with Dr. Dre. He told me, don't let the palm trees fool you, nigga, be safe. Me and my higher self, we often would speak. Somehow we lost the connection, might meet a Joshua tree. And it's been bothering me. Too many wavy women, gotta log out of IG. Can't be my ASDMing, no kidding. It's hard to move like a civilian. I write the truth, cause I live it. Not like you musical niggas, we did it big and they biggest. They'd rather shoot than write tickets. What it feel like to go get it? What it feel like to go miss in one city one country one state some place to be nobody some place to be some place you wouldn't know probably some place to be nobody Said, let's go to Paris. That's where baguettes are from. French bread that's long and narrow. I like the other definition, rectangular carrots. The concept of the song is rather esoteric. This girl said in Grenada we should go get married. Broke the meaning down of the Virgin Mary. And you got your own place. My favorite part of the night when you text me that you made it home safe. Uh-huh. I'm contemplating at the home base. How I'm used to breakfast in the ghetto, sipping OJ. That's a picture right there, a moment in time. Before anybody wanted a photo of mine. Before the internet energy and social decline. Destroyed the vibe, fooling us with the headlines. Keeping us blind. Vultures eat you alive. Take heed to the signs. 
What should I find? One city, one country, one state. Some place to be nobody. Some place to be. Some place you wouldn't know, probably. Some place to be nobody. Nobody. All my time I spent focused on my freedom now. Why would I join them when I know that I could beat them now? They put their words on me, and they can eat them now. That's probably why they keep on telling me I'm needed now. They tried to box me out while taking what they want from me. I spent so many years living too uncomfortably. Making room for people who didn't like the labor, but wanted to spoil greedy, selfish behavior. Now let me give it to you, balance it with clarity. I don't need to turn myself into a parody. I don't, I don't do the shit you do for popularity. They clearly didn't understand when I said I get out, apparently. My awareness like Keanu in the Matrix. I'm saving souls and y'all complaining about my lateness. Now it's illegal for someone to walk in greatness. They want the same, they want the same, but they don't take risks. Now the world will get to see its own reflection. And the anointed can pursue their own direction. And if you're wrong and you're too proud to hear correction, walk into the hole you dug yourself, fuck a projection. See me in my freedom taking all my land back. They said a lot against me thinking I just stand back. I got my legs beneath me, I got my hands back. A lot of people sabotage, they couldn't stand that. I turned the other cheek, I took blow after blow. There's so much crisis in the world because you reap what you sow. When you keep what you know is meant for someone else. The ditch you dig for them, you might just end up in yourself. I'm in the secret place, I keep a sacred space. They keep showing their hands, but keep hiding their face. If I'm a messenger, you block me, then you block the message. So aggressive, the world you made is what you're left with. Pride and ego over love and truth is fuck up reckless. Y'all niggas got a death wish, the stupid leaves me breathless. Some place to be. Yeah. Ain't ducking nothing. Just might have to build my own city where y'all need a real nigga passport to enter. Miss Hill, we ain't going nowhere. They gonna have to deal with us. Make them uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 